thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists. Hello and welcome to Question of the Week from the Naked Scientists with me, Diana O'Carroll. Well, this week has been a pretty good sunbathing week for flowers. Hello there, Naked Scientists. This is Sarah Miskimming from West Sussex. I've grown sunflowers in my garden for several years now and they always follow the sun round from east to west each day. But what I would like to know is do they slowly unwind during the night so that at sunrise they are pointing east again, ready and waiting for the sun up? Or do they remain facing where the sun set in the west until the sun starts to rise and then suddenly whiz round to face it? Also, if it's a particularly clear night with a bright full moon, do they turn to follow that too? Many thanks, naked scientists. So what is the mechanism that put the sun in sunflowers? So my name is David Hankey and I'm a university senior lecturer at the Department of Plant Sciences here in Cambridge. It's actually very simple. There's a kind of driver, which is actually growth. It's all down to growth. If you look at a sunflower, there's a narrow neck while it's growing. And it's in this narrow neck that most of the cell expansion and therefore the elongation of the stem is taking place. And it takes place at different rates on different sides of the stem. So during the early part of the day, most of the growth is taking place on the west side. So the flower is tilted towards the east. And then as the day goes on, then you get stronger and faster growth on the north side. So the flower becomes tilted and so on all the way around through to the evening when it ends up pointing west. And during the night, what happens is the growth is corrected. So you have a great deal of growth that takes place now on what is effectively now the west side to turn the whole flower over so that it ends up at the beginning of the day pointing east. And that pattern is probably driven by a kind of internal clock that's set by the transition at the end of the day from light into darkness that then starts the whole process of, as it were, west side growth in the flower. We know that the sensitivity of plants to light in terms of uh, the sensors which plants have capable of picking up light are quite remarkable and you can show that the light of a full moon on a completely clear night is just about perceptible to a plant. And the problem is that most of the time the moon isn't full. Sunflowers do unwind at night using the same alternating growth mechanism and it is possible that they could follow a full moon too. What's interesting is that no one really knows why the flowers themselves follow the sun but best guess is they need the extra heat to grow more seeds. As Chemistry for Me noted on the forum, once they've lost their seeds, they just sit facing east all day long. But from natural wonders to natural disasters for next week's question. Hi, this is Mike calling from uh, the United States in Tucson, Arizona. Love your guys' podcast, it's great. What I was wondering was what would be the short and long-term difference if a significant, you know, like a dinosaur-killing type asteroid or meteor would impact the Earth in either a landmass or in the deep ocean or polar ice cap. 
Where would you tell an asteroid to go if it was coming your way? Send your answers and new questions to chris at thenakedscientist.com or write it for all the world to see on our forum. You can find that at thenakedscientist.com forward slash forum. Question of the Week is part of the Naked Scientists podcast and supported by the EPSRC, the Wellcome Trust and UK Fast. Look us up online at nakedscientists.com. Thinking about your next career move in research and development? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that's investing £20 billion in R&D over the next two years. The nation that's home to four of the world's top research universities. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.